Hey guys, this is the William Knows Nothing podcast with your host, William, who knows nothing. <laughs> I'm still going to fucking try to do all these different ways of introducing myself and this podcast. But without further ado, this episode is going to be based on perception or perspective. Either way, it's uh, it's an interesting thing that I always think about. Or I love to fantasize about when I talk about perception. So I'm still learning a lot about philosophy, first of all. Uh, I just want to say I know nothing, of course, about philosophy, but I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm still learning to understand it. We have the John Locke. We have the Berkeley. We have uh, we have different people, different philosophers back then that had these different ideas serious ideas on how we explain things about our mind and about why we exist and why we think about the things we think about and blah blah blah. the david hume and like so many people that i'm just like wow dude like and it makes me think do these people actually exist who the fuck are these people david human david human i mean and fucking john locke in Berkeley, who the fuck is who the fuck are these people? And it makes me think of, you know, the same way I think about Jesus Christ. We know we all, everyone, every fucking body in this world knows who Jesus Christ is. But do you know who John Locke is? Do you know who David Hume is? Do you know who Berkeley is? Hell, I don't even know his fucking first name, or if that's his last name, <laughs> to begin with, which is interesting to me. I'm talking about Berkeley, and I don't even know who to, if he's, if he has a where's his fucking other name at? Like, is that is just his name? Like, who the what's his fucking name? Okay, here we go. I got his name right here, Bishop George Berkeley. I'm assuming Bishop is not his extra name. That's just he's a bishop. <laughs> I don't even know what a bishop is. I have to. I would actually have to. I know what a bishop is. I know it has to do with something fucking religious. That's all I know. A bishop is an ordained, consecrated, or appointed member of the Christian clergy who is generally entrusted with a position of authority. Okay. So, it says Catholic, and then you have Christian. I don't know. Fucking no. This is why I know nothing, guys. So, anyway, you have have these dudes that existed back then, and these people, people passed on their critical thinking... And the way, you know, on to today, where people are are fascinated by these great philosophers back then. And that includes me being fascinated by these great philosophers back then. Because I don't, I seriously wish I was able to actually read all these great, uh, like these books that these great philosophers uh, wrote. I wish I could do it. I can't. My brain is too monkey. (laughs) It's too dumb to actually sit there and say, I'm going to read this fucking book. I'm going to understand it. So I'd rather read the interpretations or the perspectives of other people who are studying philosophy, who are dedicating their lives to try to translate what these motherfuckers said back then. Which, in today's episode, perspective, this is my perspective on perspective here so without uh, i'm just gonna sit here and uh because i just ran it about 
philosophy. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the meaning. We're going to describe the meaning here. So perspective, it means in the second, I guess there's a, there's two different meanings, but I'm going to go with this one, which what I'm trying to focus on is a particular attitude toward or way of regarding something, a point of view, basically. So we all know what perspective means. We have a certain perspective on it or a position the way we look at something. I'm looking at my daughter here, uh, play with BB-8, and uh, my BB-8 drink that I got from Disney World. Now, I could I, me saying immediately, "Hey, my daughter's here playing with this BB-8 toy." You would have your own perspective, right, on what I'm talking about. But because I said I got it from Disney World, you would imagine, okay, she, what is she talking? You're hearing the sounds of like a cup-like sound or whatever the hell it is that you hear in the background and you're imagining what she's playing with, right? That's your perspective, right? You're, you're just imagining this thing here. And that's, what, that's what's amazing about human beings is that we can imagine shit. And it's based on our own perception. We, see, we hear something, we, we listen, and then we're like, oh, okay. You know, we're just imagining. I mean, that's if you, I don't know. That's me. That's just how I think. But that's my perspective on things. Uh, that's just uh, one example of thousands of examples. The other example would be like the Game of Thrones episode when everyone was complaining about how dark it was and how me and my wife were like, what? It was fucking perfect. What do you mean? The, the lighting, anyway. I mean, it wasn't perfect. It was just great lighting. I, I personally, me and my wife had no complaints about the lighting whatsoever. She witnessed my <laughs> my super nerdgasm because I whatever I used to be a cinematographer and I was trying to you know work my way up there up the ropes of being a, a, a cinematographer slash filmmaker and I was just freaking the fuck out how amazing the dragons would fucking blow their fucking the fires and and create the the, the lighting the way they did and the way the fucking filmmakers just emulated that dude oh my god it was my perspective that the fucking that episode was amazing for me personally but it's from everyone else not everyone else but i don't know 80 percent of human beings that watch game of thrones they complained that it was too fucking dark which is interesting to me and i can't sit here and say you guys are fucking morons you're idiots what do you mean it was too dark it was clearly not dark because i have the obvious understanding of perception from other human beings that they probably have a TV that's not giving them enough blacks or calibration to the blacks that they were, you know what I mean? I I can't explain it into details, but your TV pretty much didn't do its work because you either didn't have the settings right or you have a shitty TV. I don't know. That's just my perspective. Uh, that's my assumption too, because I'm not sure exactly why a fucking twelve million dollar episode or whatever how much they spend on that episode would cause so many fucking problems for so many other people, except for me. I was just the lucky, the lucky few who really actually appreciated the shit of that fucking episode because of the, uh, the lighting itself. Uh, the cinematography, not for so much. There was some things that I didn't like about it, where it was too many cuts. It was, uh, the writing was, you know, it was okay. It got me through it. 
I'm not gonna go too far into detail to spoil it or anything because I'm not that much of a, I'm not I don't like to spoil shit. But overall, it was my perspective that I enjoyed the episode. But to many others, they didn't enjoy the episode based on the outcome of the writing and the outcome of the the way it looked in general. So that's perspective, right? Such is life. Life has many different perspectives from many different people. The way people think, the way their mindset is built upon the way they existed and they experienced in life. What, whatever you experienced in life is, is going to depict how you per- perceive life itself. Now, when you listen to this podcast that I'm doing here or any other podcast that's better than this because I am not a fucking smart person. <laughs> I'm just a person with experience and and I try my best to explain shit. Uh, You would perceive life differently, I would hope, if I made my points. If I sat here and tried to explain something to you and I tried to communicate my idea of perception so that you can look at the world in a different way, you can learn to appreciate life Rather than complaining about shit all the fucking time. Because life is not worth it for you. Life sucks. Life this. Life fucking is horrible. God is not good to me. Why is God treating me this way? Why do I have the worst cards ever? Why do I have the worst luck ever? Why do I always go through the stupidest shit ever? Why am I fucking miserable? Why am I depressed? Why do I exist? All these thoughts that you have in your fucking mind. It's just you. It's you. It's ultimately you, motherfucker. I'm going to be honest and frank to say that you are the fucking reason why you are thinking of that shit. Of course, it does play a role that other motherfuckers have affected your life negatively. Is that is that a word? Negatively? I don't know. But when you perceive life as a way that it just sucks or it hates or God hates you or whatever the fuck you may perceive it in a negative way in a negative light that's your perception ultimately right I mean it's your decision to think that stuff because you have it in your mind uh, based on your experiences now when you listen to this shit if you if I would imagine if I personally listened to this shit when I was super fucking depressed seeing all these exact thoughts when I was going through depression and suicidal thoughts and shit like that I would listen to this podcast and say fuck this guy he doesn't fucking understand my life he doesn't know what the fuck I've been through I've been through shit alright he doesn't know what I've fucking been through it's my my perspective he's talking about his perspective he doesn't even know what I've been through (laughs) when overall it's like I'm I'm laughing at myself here because it's like, look where I'm at now. Like, it's not so bad. I've been through everything I've been through, and I'm learning more and more and becoming more wiser as I get older and realizing that, oh, I went through the bullshit I went through because it helped me grow. It helped me become more of an adult. <laughs> I don't even want to say adult. It helped me become more aware and experienced and understanding of life and how things work. That struggles will come and go. That you will go through a fucking terrible situation. And it's up to you how you react to that situation. And if you react in a negative way and let it affect you. You will fucking let it affect you. And you would have a negative fucking experience. 
Now, if you look at it like, okay, this is here's this challenge. Here's this fucking obstacle. Here I go. I'm going to do my best to try, to try to conquer this goddamn thing. Hey, if I make it, hey, I made it. I'm still alive, bitch. But if I don't, I'm going to fucking keep trying because that's all I can do because it's a fucking obstacle. It's in my way. It's in my way of what I'm trying to fucking go for in my life. I'm trying to fucking succeed in my goals and whatever the fuck I'm trying to do in my life. But yeah, talking to my 23, 24-ish, whatever age I was when I was super depressed and wanted to kill myself days, I look at it and say, man, you'll be all right. (laughs) It's just an interesting thing what we do as a human race to complain about all these things in our lives in our lives and we get older and then we realize oh i've been through this shit and here i am now i'm still alive or whatever and i'm better or i'm not and it's based on my decisions in life it's crazy fucking crazy that's my that's my perspective on life is that Fate. Let's talk about fate real fast. You know, I wanted to do this in another episode, but real fast. Fate is not something, in my belief or my perspective, is not something that is just already made up for you to just, like God has this all planned for you. This is me. It's just my opinion or my whatever, my perspective, my, my philosophy on life. You, every decision you make bounces off the decisions of others, which is what we call fate. Luck, whether you want to call it luck or fate or shit luck or whatever the fuck, it's not, it's based on us just making decisions which will bounce off the decisions of others. My daughter there is deciding to climb on top of a table. She's on top of this table right now and I'm deciding not to get up because I'm watching her but I'm still trying to record this podcast. And I'm watching her. Now, if she decides to suddenly just fucking rush and fall off the fucking table, whose fault is that? Obviously, that's mine because I did not decide to react, to get up and, uh, and to make sure that she does not fall off the fucking table. So, you, know, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's my decision to just keep recording because I'm trusting that she, like, me seeing what she's done before multiple times, I'm just assuming she's not going to run off the table. I'm assuming she's going to be distracted doing what she does. And then she's going to go to the edge like she usually does. And then she's going to do this cry that she does. And it's going to lead me to get up to help her to get down. Because I know when she wants to get down. That's fate. You want to call that fate or God's work or whatever. That's your idea of life. That's your decision to think that God has a plan for us. God has, has everything in store, everything set up. Whatever you think that is what it is, that's you. My philosophy personally, based on my logic, is that we all literally make a decision every fucking second of the day, which other people's decision, including my dog here, including my 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 baby, my child on this on this fucking table here, dropping whatever she's dropping inside the dish, all these things is a ripple effect based on our decisions as human beings. We're living organisms that are moving and bouncing off of each other like bumper carts and shit. And we're just living life. That's life. If you want to be successful in life, 
That is my idea of what fate is. You are not going to be successful if you're sitting, if you're sitting there saying that ah, life doesn't work for me. Ah, everything is going against me. God doesn't have any plans for me. I guess I'm just going to be miserable. Or God, oh, wait, God does have a plan for me, but I, and he's, I'm just going to sit here on my fucking couch and play video games all fucking day and do nothing with my life. I'm not going to take the accountability. I'm not going to be accountable for myself and do shit that I want to do in my life. Make sure I get shit done. No, I'm going to just let God do that for me. Yeah, that's just, again, it's just my perspective, guys. And that's that's what this whole point, the, the whole point of this episode is about. And, it can, and it's going to go on. Because I'm going to talk about the perspective of what me and my wife have been, has been. I've been, alright, let me just say, say real fast. So, my, the other idea that I have in mind is that, or the secret, well, it's not, I don't think it's a secret, but I think the other, the other key to living a better lifestyle is to gain as much perspective as you can. You ever, you ever look at these motherfuckers that have the, the means to travel, these people that don't have kids, these people that have enough money, these people that, whatever, whatever the case may be, maybe they do have kids and they're fucking still fucking getting shit done and going to fucking travel around the world once a year or whatever. I'm trying to do that too, but I'm just trying to get my shit together because uh, I'm making a shit ton of excuses, shit ton of mistakes that I'm still fucking trying to uh, be accountable for so that I can one day at least go to fucking get out of the U.S. of A so I can learn and experience what these other cultures go through and understand that life is beautiful, dude. Life is fucking amazing. But anyway, you look at these motherfuckers that travel and they live wonderful lives because they gain perspective i think that's one of the key factors of life that you need to do is gain fucking perspective dude you need to do that if you want to have a better lifestyle i think personally again like i said go out there and gain as much perspective as you can you don't have to fucking travel you, you could do what i'm saying what i'm doing with my wife now we've we're watching street food a, a fucking uh a netflix uh series it's a it's an amazing series I recommend. It's called Street Food, and we were four episodes in, and we're ba- I'm not gonna talk about whatever, but I'm just gonna talk about where they went. They went to Indonesia, they went to somewhere in Japan, and they went to India. Those are and, and they, oh and uh fuck what's the other one? I forget. Oh, we're on Taiwan now, but it's just amazing what they're what these filmmakers are showing. With to me and my wife that we're understanding like oh shit like these people are like fuck man they're getting by and what they're not they're not making much they're just living they're just living doing what they love and that's making food in the street street food they're making they're going on this corner selling the food that they love to make every fucking day of their lives we got this fucking hundred year old lady sitting there in fucking Indonesia making fucking rice and whatever the hell else she's making this this food that looks delicious semi delicious <laughs> I say semi delicious because some of the shit is just like Ugh. I mean I have to try it and but it's my perspective I'm just being I'm being a dumb American but overall I'm we're me and my wife are gaining perspective because we're like holy shit we're sitting here complaining about this shit just the simple shit in our lives we live in the hood still. And we're like, these motherfuckers are annoying. And we're, uh, let me attend to my 
daughter here. Of course, I had to attend to my child who was ready for the rescue from her daddy. And now I'm trying to distract her with some Mother Goose Club. So you may hear a little, uh, some melodies in the background, but I apologize for that. But hey, I got to do what I got to do to, you know, to help my child be, you know, entertained while I bore her with my, uh, my voice. (laughs) So I was talking about, uh, my wife and I learning to appreciate life better with gaining perspective with this show called street food we had no idea we were going to get into this show it was just something that came up and i was like let me just check this out because i've been trying to hang out with my wife more uh late night by the way uh pick her up late as shit and i have to work by i have to wake up by four o'clock in the morning and get ready to go to work uh and i pick her up at around 11 30 and get home by 12 so (laughs) <laughs> I barely get any fucking sleep and I don't I hate the idea of not being able to spend time with my wife. So I try my best to do whatever we can to enjoy something together on Netflix or whatever our time. So we we watched we recently watched some horrible fucking show called Black uh what was it Black Summer horrible zombies oh my god it's horrible if you want to check it out yourself go for it but from my perspective jesus christ from our perspective it's just horrible writing it was easy for them it's just the writers these days dude makes me wonder like what the fuck are they doing that and how how is it that me as a person that looks at this and say i could do so much better why am i not writing something better to which we are by the way me and my wife are working on something that we're gonna do our best whenever we have the time so that or whenever we can make the time so that we can release a Netflix series that I've been wanting to do since 2013 when I wrote the original script. Anyway, what got off track there. Anyway, so we, we're getting perspective from the show called Street Food. It's it's more than just about food. It's more so about the living conditions that other people may uh, live in from around the world and what they do in a, on a daily basis to uh while they struggle they continue to struggle but they live happily because they're doing the things that they love and it's crazy that in america <laughs> we're all well not all of us but a lot of us in this, in america are raised to think that we need to go to college to go get a degree so that we can owe a lot of money so that we can work as an intern for this fucking cubicle company that's going to keep, I mean, for this company that's going to keep us in a cubicle, that's going to make us a little bit more depressed or fucking frustrated and miserable because we're not understanding that life is not about working in a goddamn cubicle. I don't give a fuck how much money you're making over there, motherfucker. I'm, uh, I can tell you right now from my perspective, based on, uh, I'm not going to explain too much details here, but... From what my wife tells me, the people that she runs into who works these jobs and the people I run into who works these jobs, I can tell you that I am way more happier than they are. And this is not about a happy contest. This is just evidence that from our perspective that you do not absolutely do not have to go to college 
to get a degree in something you do not fucking care about to go make $80,000, whatever how much you're making, to go make a living and, and live in a fucking a loft apartment or whatever you live in, a nice, na- uh, whatever you fuck, wherever you live at. That's beautiful and the best thing ever. If, if that's your life and that's what you perceive life to be, to work how many hours a week, being miserable in your fucking desk job, hey, all the power to you. This is my favorite song, by the way. I'm not going to distract you with that song, but I just love the song because my my daughter dances to it and she's dancing right now. <laughs> I love it. It's so cute. Uh, but this is the life. This for me personally. I'm not fucking making over. I'm not making over. Let's say I'm not making fifty grand a year personally by myself. I'm not making fifty grand a year at all. I'm making ends. I'm making what I can to live in a nice house, three-bedroom uh, house that my daughter here can enjoy, you know, making a mess all over the fucking place in the living room. And I'm chilling. The only thing we have in our perspective is that our fucking neighborhood sucks. And there's different different reasons why it sucks. But and but the main reason why we don't want to live here anymore is because we're trying to get closer to the kids. So speaking of perspective, it's this is personal stuff, you know. What I mean? I'm just doing it anyway because it's just this is why I'm doing it for different reasons. Uh, as you may know, or as you may not know, this podcast, like I said, I may have said it or I don't remember, but this podcast is mainly for my kids to listen to when they get older. If if the podcast world is still there. <laughs> That's it. That is, if we don't get hit by a fucking meteor or anything, I would love for my kids to listen to these podcasts and learn the way I think and just understand, just see me from when I was 30 years old in comparison to when I'm 50 or if I'm not talking or if I'm dead. And you know what? I don't know if I'm going to live or not. I don't know. I'm just doing this because, for one, I enjoy the shit out of talking. Two, I enjoy the shit out of talking about philosophy and the things that i'm talking about and three it would be amazing for my daughter here or for my my two other kids to uh listen to these podcasts these episodes in the future to say wow this is the way my dad used to think or this is what he uh, you know just to get give him perspective uh, a different me because i i i don't know i know personally that when i'm when i'm 40 years old that's 10 years from now i'm gonna have a different perspective in comparison to now, because when I was 20, I, no, I don't even know who I was. And I still don't know who I am. I'm learning. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. But talking about perspective, going back to what I was originally talking about, because I'm trying to take the train back here because I lost it a little bit. My train of thought. I'm going back to, damn it, I forgot what the fuck I was saying. I was getting to my point. And I hate when I do this shit. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I was talking about. And it just messes me all up. Trying to... Because now I'm sitting here just trying to talk. So I'm not being quiet. Oh, yeah. Okay. So... I... From my... From from everyone else in my life that knows me and my wife. They look at us. And based on social media, they look at us and say, wow. I don't know what they're thinking. I'm just assuming. I'm assuming that they think that we're living, we're happy. We're the happiest couple, married couple, or we're the happiest family ever. Oh, they're amazing. Look at them. Look at them kicking it. Always spending time together. Always living life and blah, blah, blah. 
that's not the fucking no that's not the case i mean that's that's a false uh perspective or uh what is the word i'm looking for it's just not it's invalid to think that people are ultimately always happy or always going through what you see from a picture or uh, an eight second video from their instagram story i post those things because i just love to post positive things and 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 show that you can do the same shit if you want to. You can. This is what, for me, my perspective, what family value, what I value about family and what I value about life. This is what I would like to project and for other people to see. Why would I want to post the video of me and my wife arguing? I'm not going to do that. Why the fuck would I do that? But I'm also not going to sit here and pretend that me and my wife are always happy. I mean, I'm not going to do that, but how else well, i mean i could say that in a post where i'm like hey guys yeah happy anniversary to me and my wife blah blah we're not perfect you know we're always fucking we're sometimes we go through some shit but we communicate we work together we're a fucking team that's the most important part of our relationship is that we know how to communicate we have our trust and we have our loyalty that was covered from my last episode if you haven't listened to that that's the three pillars and me and my wife, we really have the core values of a relationship. And that's, I really focused, I really focused on that in the beginning of our relationship because I really wanted us to work. Whether or not, you know, whether or not we, uh, we bumped heads because of different, our differences. Our only difference that we had in the beginning was that our communication wasn't up to par. But with work and determination and focus, we got to it. And now here we are. To, to this day, we still, my, you know, in a way, sometimes we get mis, uh, sometimes the miscommunication happens on my part because I'm not able to explain something, or I misunderstand her, or she misunderstands me. You know, things turn, things get heated, and then they settle down after we discuss what happened, and then we're good, we're fine, we communicate, we learn how to adjust and apologize and, and move on because things happen. Okay, uh, now getting off uh, i don't want to get off subject with that but that's what i'm trying to say here from all of this is that that's perspective from other people the perspective the perspective from other people is that they'll think that we're always happy but our perspective obviously is not no we're not we're not always super duper happy everything's great no things sometimes happen you know in in a negative way and we and i try my best to post these negative things but not not for attention not for Anything other than, hey, this is, our life isn't really perfect. Just showing you that I can go through adversity and here I am facing this adversity, but I'm getting through it. I'm, I'm learning and I'm, and I'm, and I'm trying my best to embrace it as much as I hate it. When I lost my job back in, uh, December through January, I posted a couple of pictures of me and my daughter and I said, uh, whatever I I'm summarizing here, but I said, this is what I'm going through. I'm doing everything I can for my child. I don't like this feeling of not having a job. I'm doing my best. If anybody has a job, please let me know. Uh, if it's, if, it, if it can make up for my schedule, my current schedule, blah, blah, blah. I was trying to reach out to people just so I could see if there's any work out there for me that met my schedule because I was trying to find another job that met the same schedule that I was working before so I can be with my daughter as I am with her now. I don't want to work somewhere where it's going to require me to be there from... Nine to five when my wife works four to 12. That's ridiculous because now I have to find a babysitter. I'm not doing any of that shit because from my perspective, uh, from my perspective or from my 
uh, way of thinking. I want to be here for my daughter in her younger years as much as I can because I know that she's going to go to school. I know that life is going to happen and she is just going to get older and then move away. That is going to happen. So I'm trying to embrace as much as I can of being a father and and appreciating the time that I get to have with her. Right now, as I do this podcast, because this is what I want to do with my life, I want to just do more of these, I'm watching her. So I'm able to still be here. She's not away from me. I'm not going out of my way to get rid of her to so someone else could watch her so I could do this podcast. No, I'm, she's right in front of me. I get to watch her <laughs> do the little human things that she do, like crawling on her knees right now uh, towards uh, Grey Wind, my dog, my Pomeranian, Pomer- Pomeranian, Pomeranian, no, Pomeranian, uh, and she's just watching this, <laughs> this, uh, the Mother Goose Club, and I love it, this is so cute, adorable, uh, but anyway, perspective, let me make sure I'm recording, okay, good, <laughs> sometimes I record, and I'm like, wait, am I fucking recording, god damn it, because, uh, there's the, the, I have the H4M recorder, and I've used this, I've been using this thing since 2013, with filmmaking, I was trying to, you know, I was doing films, and uh, there was a couple times when you press the standby button, it, it, you can hear it on the headphones, but sometimes it doesn't, you don't, when you press the record button, it doesn't really record, you're like, oh shit, so you gotta make sure you're looking at the light, uh, there was a couple times that happened to me while while rolling a film, and it wasn't recording, oh my god, that was the worst, was the worst, anyway. So yeah, guys, uh, I'm hoping that me talking about these things uh, bring awareness for you so that you can learn to pay attention to your the way you perceive things in life. Because our percept- our, the way we look at things, the way our eyes work, they're flawed. They're so fucking flawed. We're looking at life and with our eyes, and sometimes they deceive us. Sometimes we look at something and say, wow, this is this. And then we think that. But we don't really know the fucking truth. We don't know what the what the reality of the truth is because we don't. We're not there. We're not there to actually see it. Me and my wife are watching street food and everything, and while we're enjoying it, we're not actually living over there in Indonesia to understand what they actually go through. It's a different. We we can see it from uh, the way the filmmakers try their best to give us the perception uh, from their view, but. When we actually go there, it would be a, it would it would be so much different, of course, for us to experience it in person, because we were there, we're, we're we're witnessing it with our own eyes, and we are experiencing like holy shit, this is what they're going through, and then we have to experience it ourselves by actually being in that position. That's even more, uh, closer to perceiving something that is to that is there, because there's a quote that I like. From, uh, I think Berkeley said this. Uh, to be, I think, oh, okay. To be means to be perceived. Or esse est percibi. You can look that up yourself and look up all the fucking, uh, uh, the, the actual philosophy, the meaning behind that. But to be is to be perceived. It's something that really. When I look, when I first heard of that, I was like, "Holy shit!" You know, that made me like really think about things differently. Uh, and I think you should look that up if you want. Uh, there's also an episode that you can uh, you can listen to from Philosophize This. 
It is episode 39. I totally recommend that. It is the it's episode 39, The Limits of Empiricism. So I totally recommend that episode. Uh, they talk about a lot of things. Uh, it says on, I'll read it real fast. On this episode of the podcast, we explore the idea of reality and how our senses prevent us from perceiving its true nature. First, we launch a smear campaign against human eyes and their limitations. Next, we discuss the difference between deductive reasoning, parenthesis, the kind you see on CSI, and the inductive reasoning, the kind you see on Bill Nye, the science guy. Finally, we touch on Locke's theory of primary and secondary qualities and end with Berkeley's teaser for next week's episode, To Be is To Be Perceived. Uh, I definitely recommend this episode. And uh, uh, I guess you have Superstition that talks about that. It goes a little bit more in depth with another way of thinking about like, Oh my God, this, this philosophizes this podcast, by the way, is amazing. I totally recommend it if anybody is interested in philosophy. Stephen West does a really fucking fantastic job on uh, talking about everything that these philosophers uh, write about in their books, and just in I don't know, man. I I I, I it's, it's, he's just he, I I thank him so much because I I wanted to go to school and college for philosophy and psychology, but I didn't want to go through all that and spend money and do all this work because I don't want to actually do that. I just want to learn about it in a different way in this way by listening to his audio or watching youtube videos that describe you know what they describe what philosophy is i don't want to fucking go spend thousands of dollars on college for what i'm not going to actually fucking sit here and and teach philosophy i don't i don't really i don't have the desire to do that i mean i instead would rather experience things in life and use philosophy from these other philosophers and and uh, give examples to how we can perceive life in a different way instead of perceiving it as a negative way or thinking that everything's against us. Um, I think I'm making my point my point overall with this episode. Um, uh, I'm just going over my notes, of course. I, I'm trying to be a little bit more specific with things because I do not want to rant too much about things. So, okay, Here, here's another interesting thing, idea that I had in mind. So, Facebook, or social media in general. I just basically explained it with my wife and I, our, this is our, our perception with our lifestyle and how we live in comparison to what people see on social media. Now, it's the same goes for everybody else that's living their life. Everyone has their own perspective in life, and they're all, they're all doing their thing. I would have an assumption from them thinking that, yo, what are these people doing? Are these people living life? Are they happy with their life? Why are they, they're post, I mean, I just have my evidence when someone posts something negative as far as, oh, they hate life or they, things don't go right for them. And I would think immediately, oh, this person clearly has the wrong idea about life. That's just my opinion and, and what I perceive, but I don't know what they're going through. I don't know if everything they try to do Everything, everything they literally try to do in their life is leading, leading them to a really shitty time. So, overall, we don't know what's going on with other people's lives. So, we can't really say we do until we live their lives. But we can 
discuss, talk about whatever if we want to have have a conversation with them, ask them the question, hey, what's going on, blah, blah, if they're willing to share since they're willing to share that they hate life and that their life is miserable, they should be willing to share uh, that, you know, why their life is miserable and how they can do it better. But I think ultimately these people, this is my assumption here, there's a lot of people on social media that just want the attention rather than the solution to fix their problem that they're going through there's a lot of people on on social media that seeks attention i can tell that just based on the way people continue to leave negative statuses or whatever that ask for likes or comments please comment a gif or something with happiness or something because they're looking for attention rather than Hey guys, I'm looking for a solution. <clears throat> I'm looking for a solution to my problem here. Does anybody have any kind of advice that I would actually follow and listen to so that I cannot look at this particular thing in a negative light rather than look at it with a different kind of light with your perception? Nobody's ever <laughs> I don't think anybody's really doing that in, uh, on Facebook or any kind of social media. I think people are legit. Just again, this is just based on my analysis of what I see all the time. People are just seeking attention, and it sucks because seeking attention is not the way, man. In my in my perspective, and in the way I look at life, seeking attention in that way because you're looking you're you're looking for constant uh, attention for likes and comments, or whatever, for prayers or whatever the hell you're doing, is it's not healthy in my opinion. Now, if you're looking for attention, I, mean, I would look at attention. I don't know. I don't know if the way my attention seeking is healthy either, right? Because I, I look for attention in a way that, hey, I want to be funny. I want to make people laugh. Hey, I want to make this podcast. I want to make people, uh, I want to help people uh, by, you know, if they listen to me or not. I want the attention in that way where I can help them and whether it works or not for them, cool. Uh, but it's like, I don't know. It's a different kind of attention I'm looking for. But hey, Who's to say that isn't a negative thing either? But overall, what I'm trying to say is if you want advice from some people or people in general, you got to learn how to listen to your own goddamn advice or listen to or learn how to uh, perceive life in a better way than you leaning towards Facebook and just asking for comments to help you. I don't really think that's effective In my opinion I don't know I don't fucking know anything I don't know what I'm talking about I think I'm just fucking ranting right now I should shut up with that But Or Oh yeah So I was trying to focus more on People posting shit uh, About anything With their opinion on the matter And then someone else sees it in a different way And then they get into this argument Because one person sees it the other way and the other person sees it the other way but no one actually knows the fucking truth because they're not actually fucking there no one no one's in trump's office right now with trump while he's discussing issues or whatever the fuck he's discussing while you got this one person saying this is what trump said i can't believe he just said this or whatever and then people will read the headline and just comment just share it and just say fuck this motherfucker because we're so biased against trump of course i don't i personally don't agree with a lot of trump's decisions of course but i don't follow it nowadays because i don't it's too much too much shit man politics is so much shit i can't i can't fucking do it have have fun people 
have fucking fun with politics because I am not going to do that anymore. I'm tired of arguing or debating with anybody in regards to politics because it does nothing for me to debate with people who are against my beliefs or my perspective in life. What am I getting out of it? Nothing. I mean, especially when I personally can't do anything about it. I mean, I have to sit there and convince somebody that's holding office to to make a change. I'm one person out of how many million people? Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm done with that shit. Politics is a waste of time for me personally. That's just my opinion. I'm focused on other things that like improving myself and my life and just taking advantage of the time that I can so that I can uh, move ahead in life and do the things that I want to do rather than just worrying about what everybody else wants me to worry about. This political correctness bullshit or uh, whatever fucking, what, what new thing that they're creating so that it could benefit them and their fucking uh, group. You got these anti-vaccinators that are uh, fucking coming out with different things so that they can have they, they can live in their echo chamber and continue to fucking convince each other that vaccinations are killing their children and causing autism and all this crazy shit. Meanwhile, I have this child in front of me. I mean, God forbid, but, you know, she's, I've been giving her vaccinations because as, as scared as I was, I had to make a decision saying, you know what, I have to do what's best for my child. And I, if, if uh, these vaccinations are meant to introduce the little bit of bacteria, these, the little virus that can introduce the, you know, that specific thing to the body... And the body can say, what the fuck is this? Oh, let, let's get rid of this. So that later on, it can say, oh, I know which, who you are. Get out of here. Like, you've been here before. Uh, long story short, just look that up yourself. I don't know. That's something that I was, uh, had a, had a, that I almost fell into. The anti, the anti-vaccine thing. But, uh, thankfully, I, uh, ran into a bunch of smart people who know, <laughs> Who uh, provided me with just enough uh, enough evidence for me to be convinced that, okay, alright. I'm not going to be like these people that are in groups convincing each other that, yeah, this is this is it. This is, this is what we should fear and all that shit. It's crazy. But to each their own. I mean, because uh, it is a risk in a way because vaccines can potentially harm your child in a way. Because it's not proven to be 100% effective, but it is... It is at least helpful to try, like, I don't know how, what the percentage is, to help your child avoid uh, the diseases that go on, or the viruses, whatever, that they get from not having the shots. And that's including the measles, which is spreading like wildfire right now, which is crazy. It's, it's in Pittsburgh right now, and it's in New York City. And that's pretty fucking close to Philadelphia. So hello, we're about to get the measles again. I don't know. Mu- I don't know much about the history about the measles, but I haven't heard about the goddamn measles in a long time. And here we are hearing about it in 2019 because human beings are crazy. Americans specifically. Um, uh, I think that's all. I think. Let me make sure. I think that's all I wanted to talk about in regards to 
perception and or perspective in general. So, okay, I guess I have notes here. I have perspective from different cultures and people become humbled by the nature of human life. What was I talking about with that? Hmm. I don't know what I was talking about, but over I, I'm assuming uh, there's different cultures out there, obviously. And when I oh, I guess like I said, me me and my wife watching the street food, we see that there's different cultures out there and the way they live, and it kind of humbles us in our life. You know, kind of like oh, you know, we bitch about this and not having this and not having that, but look at these motherfuckers, they're getting they're fucking chilling and they don't have shit. It humbles us. So when you experience different cultures by even by just a film or a, a Netflix series like Street Food, you learn perspective. And I think, and like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lead to my closing thoughts on this: that gaining perspective, gaining as much perspective as you can in life will help you. Seriously, it will help you. It should be one of our focuses besides what we're trying to accomplish in our life to find fulfillment by finding our purpose or finding our passion to build upon it so that we can live our purpose or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Ultimately, allow that to be just another thing as you live your days to analyze, be aware, and appreciate things around you more. Instead of getting angry as fuck at the person who cut you off, just look at yourself. Why are you mad? Why are you fucking mad? You're mad because you're driving 40 miles per hour or 60 miles per hour on a highway and this person just cuts you to fuck off and, it, and you're alert at all times. And, you know, the nature of the beast is that we're constantly aware and being protective of ourselves because we can get into a fucking serious accident. And that's why we're getting angry. <laughs> but instead of getting angry and letting that ruin your day, you say, okay, that's good for you, asshole. Drive on. You, I, I hope that you do not fucking do that to someone else because you could fucking kill someone, which is crazy. And here you go. Look, there's another person on their phone. That's great. Oh, my God, these people. <laughs> but as long as you are focused on, on yourself and not being too judgmental, which was another reason why I wanted to bring up perception is uh, we're too judgmental on each other. And I always talk about that. I think I brought that up in the, in the previous episode of us being too judgmental of other people is uh yeah. Gaining more perspective can help you be less judgmental pretty much. Uh, and that's why I feel like it's so benefit beneficial to gain more perspective in life. You're, you learn how to humble yourself. You learn how to not judge so much you, you fucking get less distracted with the bullshit in life because you're you're worrying about just you and you're you're understanding that life isn't what it claims what other people claim to be or what you think it is. Life is so fucking like mysterious and beautiful at the same time. When you learn about a farmer's life, how they live life, what they do to bust their ass just to get used. By these big companies or whatever to just so they can feed you to get make sure that food is in your grocery store will you when you gain perspective and understand where the fuck did you, all your food come from to begin with when you gain perspective and understand that you are not a hunter 
you are a person who was spoiled in America. Uh, if you're living in America, I mean, if you're you're living in the U.S. and you have a house and you have a job and you're chilling, you got you got food in your fridge, you got you got a roof over your head that doesn't leak any water. You got all this nice shit in your house and you're still complaining because. People on Facebook complain about this shit, so you feel like you have to complain about that, too. When you gain perspective, dude, you learn not to fucking worry about the bullshit people are worrying about on Facebook or on social media in general. Like, you learn how to appreciate life more. I do jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai, and I have perspective now that I get punched in the face and I get tapped out because I'm getting choked by a girl. <laughs> or I get choked by a fucking old older gentleman who's like 64 or whatever. It, ga- it gives me so much pers- perspective that, wow, dude, life is so fucking much better than what I thought it was. There are other human beings that in this world that are doing so many other different things. When I go to, when I roll an open mat in jiu-jitsu, I meet so many other different people that live their own, in their own perspective, their lifestyles. Who knows if they're miserable or not. But from my perspective, what I see every time I roll with people, they're happy. Nobody's talking about anything negative in that bitch. And not that you shouldn't talk about negative shit, but I don't fucking hear anything negative in here. I just hear nothing but positive, uh, you know, uh, thoughts and just not even people talking. People just rolling, getting getting to work on training on their jiu-jitsu. Learning how to get to the next move and getting humbled by getting tapped out or uh feeling great by tapping someone else out and then getting humbled again because someone tapped them out. It's fucking beautiful. That's why I love jiu-jitsu, man. And Muay Thai as well. It's the same shit. It's the same thing. Same concept. Instead of getting tapped in the face, I'm getting punched in the face or I'm landing a punch and then I'm getting punched right in a rib cage or I'm getting kicked in the leg and now my I'm feeling my on my thigh this leg kick. <laughs> uh three days later or four days later. Meanwhile, this person is, you know, he he or she went through college so that they can uh, do what they wanted to do or what their parents wanted them to do or what they had to do to get out of the fucking shithole they were in because they didn't want to be there anymore because they took action. Dude, like I said, perception or perspective is everything. It's like crazy that we don't, we totally ignore that shit. And that's why I wanted to bring that up in this episode because I feel like uh, a lot of us need to gain more perspective in life. And if you want more perspective in life, hey, watch Street Food, do some jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, <laughs> listen to podcasts, uh, learn about, learn more about philosophy. I don't care, whatever it is. There's so many things out here that we could do to gain perspective. Or just be aware of your current situation, your current life. Look around you. Stop worrying about the bullshit and start focusing on things that like, wait, oh, this is interesting. You know, learn to let your mind wander and think about things. When we learn to think better or think more, we learn to live more. That's cheesy as shit, but that's, I don't know, it's just me personally. This is William, and I know nothing Oh, wait. I'm not done. Speaking of not knowing nothing, um, I, I forgot to mention that you can follow me 
on Nemowil on Twitter. That is N-E-M-E-W-I-L-L on Twitter. Again, that's N as in Nuggets, <laughs> E as in Earl, M as in Maggots, E as in Earl, W-I-L-L. Larry, Larry, follow me on Twitter, ask me a question, talk to me about the podcast if you want, whatever. I'm, I'm here, I'm interested in discussing anything, uh, and what I talk about here. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to releasing more of these. And I, I totally forgot to to say all that. <laughs> but again, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, continue to do this. So I uh, appreciate you listening. And I'm hoping to continue to do the same thing again <gasps> next week. William knows nothing. I don't. I really, I, I really don't. I know shit. Come on. Come on, come on, guys. Come on. Oh, yeah, gotta watch the next episode of Game of Thrones. Can't wait. Bye.